Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about a really important concept that I teach to all of my clients. And I thought this was going to be a mini episode, but it actually has turned into a full blown episode. So that just shows you how important this concept is. And I'm really excited to introduce you to it today. I briefly touched on it in episode one, and this is a concept that you are going to hear me say all the time, especially if you work with me um, in coaching. And it's a concept that you can start practicing right away in every area of your life. So I want to introduce this concept by starting to talk about that little voice in your head. You know, the one that's telling you what and who you should be all the time. The voice that pipes in every time you make a mistake or you show up late for something or you don't follow your morning routine perfectly. And it reminds you that if you were just better or if you could just get your life together and do X, Y, Z thing, then you could have everything you ever wanted in life. So with this concept, our goal is to move away from allowing that voice to run free and spend all its time shaming us, but actually pay attention to that voice. So a lot of times we hear that that voice is kind of separate from us, right? And we kind of try to distance ourselves from that voice and like, oh, that's the that's the negative voice or the bad voice or like the little devil on our shoulder kind of thing, right? And so we want to kind of kick the devil off of our shoulder. But actually, um, with this concept, what I want us to do is to pay attention to that voice and to engage with it. And here's why. That voice is a part of you. So rather than telling that voice to like shut up or go away or I don't need you, we want to ask that voice what it needs. And here's why. We know that that voice is a part of you. It's in your head. And we don't want to hurt or abuse or shame any part of you, no matter what part it is. Because ultimately, every part of you, even the parts that feel shamey, all belong. We'll cover this concept a little bit more in a different episode. But for right now, go with me on this idea that all of our parts, all the parts belong. And this part of you is showing up in this way because it's showing you that it needs something, which means that you need something. And until we can start engaging with that voice, we will never know what that thing is. And this is a really brief introduction to a con, uh, to a therapy technique called internal family systems. And so if you're interested in this concept of parts and um, no bad parts, I'm going to put a link below to a book called No Bad Parts, and you can check it out to learn more about this. So the phrase I love to use whenever we are engaging with all of your parts, this is my rule, if you will, it's called commit to curiosity. Okay. It's a phrase you can use. It's a mantra you can use anywhere, anytime in your life. When that voice starts to come up, when you fly off the handle at your kids, when you aren't sure why you're so upset, when you start to set goals for yourself, right? It can be a positive or a negative situation. You can use this phrase 
commit to curiosity, and it's a universal concept that will allow you to give yourself more compassion and show up as your most authentic self in all situations. By committing to curiosity, you move away from the shame that comes with shooting yourself, which often starts when we're triggered by something, right? And then that trigger can trigger judgment. And so the goal here is that we're going to stop the judgment as soon as it starts. And we're going to just get super, super curious as to why this trigger is happening and why it's causing us to spiral. Like what's going on here? Like, why am I flying off the handle? Why is this happening? Why can't I stay consistent? So let's go down this path of asking ourselves powerful questions that help us to get super curious about what is actually going on instead of judgy and keeping ourselves stuck in that place. So in the framework we talked about in episode one, the goal is to first become aware and then to pause and ask. So here's what this looks like with the idea of committing to curiosity in an everyday example. Okay, this is a really simple example, but I know you're going to relate to it. So you're rushing out the door again and you can't find your keys. Has that ever happened to you? The voice in your head starts screaming at you. You're such an idiot. I can't believe you lost your keys again. Why can't you do anything right? If you had just put your keys back in the basket, this wouldn't have happened. Or maybe your voice is a little more passive aggressive, saying things like, wow, a good mom would always know where her keys are and be able to get places on time. Whatever your voice sounds like, I'm sure you can relate to the feeling of being shamed by yourself for even something as simple as losing your car keys. And these small moments are really important because they create this pattern of shame that happens in the bigger moments as well. So this may sound like, why can't you just get your life together and work on your business? Or look at all the other people who are able to build their own businesses while you are stuck at a job you still hate. Or you could never have anything you want in life because you are way too irresponsible. Surprisingly enough, that's a big theme with a lot of my clients. You are way too irresponsible. This pattern leads to self-sabotage and imposter syndrome and ultimately scarcity mindset, which leads to inaction. And as we discovered before, our thoughts create our reality. Our beliefs inform our actions. And so if your thoughts are shameful, then your reality is going to directly reflect that. If you are constantly shooting yourself, It's going to keep you from moving forward instead of inspiring you to action. But the commitment to curiosity can lead you directly into compassion. When we treat ourselves with the same compassion that we are desiring from other people or that we even give to other people, we can quite literally change our own lives. So here's how to apply this practically. Let's go back to that key example the key example and the example about the keys. (laughs) Okay. So step one, you are rushing out the door and you've lost your keys. You start to feel that anxiety rise in your body. So what I want you to do is pause for just a minute, just like we talked about in the last episode. I know you are late and it's going to feel like the opposite of what you want to do, but trust me, you will find your keys faster this way than the other way. So the first step is to pause. And then the second step is to take a deep breath and say to yourself, everything is okay. I am safe right now in this moment. I choose to know where my keys are. This is practicing conscious language, which we will cover more in depth in a future episode. Step three, find your keys. 
And then the next step is after you are wherever you need to go and the crisis situation has passed and everything is calmer, I want you to tap back into that feeling in your body when the stress and the anxiety started to rise. And then the next step is get super curious about that feeling. Ask yourself, where did this feeling come from? When have I felt like this before? Why do I think I was feeling this way? Um, what about this situation made me get so anxious and stressed out? Uh, what caused me to not put my keys back where they belonged last time? And then the last step is to use these answers to understand why it's so important for you to not feel rushed, to be on time to places, and how you can create the space and structure you need to create those two things in your life. But until you can understand what happened and why these things are important and how you can create them, you will continue the same pattern over and over again. So practically speaking, we are just asking, why am I doing this with compassion, not judgment? And how could I do it differently? Watch the language here though, speaking of conscious language, because this can also turn into a should session if you aren't careful. So I've used this process on this exact scenario, and this is this is what it looked like for me. So we had these hooks for all of our stuff, you know, kind of like a mudroom sort of thing. It was like a makeshift mudroom. And it should have been easy for me to put the keys on those hooks. But after going through this practice, I realized that in my brain, the, the hooks were used for other things like scarves and backpacks. And it really stressed me out to find the keys underneath the other things. So I realized what I needed was smaller hooks that were only for the keys. So I got a couple of smaller hooks and I put them away from the backpack hooks and nothing else goes on those hooks except keys. And I haven't lost my keys since. It was a super simple shift, but had I not taken the time to get curious with myself, then I would have continued to shame myself about losing my keys and continue to perpetuate the pattern when all I needed was a different hook and like magic, the keys were never lost again. And it's interesting because a lot of times we, we make these things a lot bigger than they really are when they are that simple. And whenever you can find a simple, easy solution, when you can have wins with something as simple as keys, you start to realize how this translates into every other area of your life. So you have a win around being consistent with your keys and that starts to tell your brain, oh wow, like I actually am consistent after all. I actually can keep up with my keys. I actually can do this thing. I actually am responsible. And so so then those bigger things that we talked about, right, feeling irresponsible and then that leading to inaction and then you never getting what you want in life, something as simple as getting curious about the pattern around losing your keys will translate to those bigger concepts, those bigger limiting beliefs that are happening in your mind. Does that make sense? So we use these simple examples to practice the concept of committing to curiosity so that when the bigger things come, we've had experience and success with the framework. So now that I practice this and I had success with understanding myself better and finding something that worked for me and doing it consistently, then I could apply it to the bigger things like relationships and health and business. So let's look at another example of this. Oftentimes when I work with coaching clients, 
They think that one thing is the problem. When in reality, if we stop and get curious, we find out that something else altogether is the problem. I started working with a client recently who came to me to help her create a marketing plan. So she wanted to do a one-on-one intensive, which I offer as one-off sessions and put together a marketing plan. Her thought was that she couldn't move forward in her business because she wasn't clear on how to market herself and what her next steps needed to be. As we discussed what was going on in her business and committed to curiosity, we were able to discover that the thing that was actually holding her back was issues in a couple of very important relationships she has. This is why I absolutely love life coaching for business because the patterns that we have span across all areas of our lives. It's not just business or relationships or health. It it goes in all areas. And so for her, there was a lot of leaky energy with these relationships and they were holding her back from being really confident and moving forward with her business. Those leaky energy spots can be very, very sneaky and committing to curiosity can help find them so that you can take care of them quickly. So we talked through her desires for those relationships and what was going to be truly best for her. So she made the decision to end one relationship and then another decision to set some boundaries and reset expectations in the other relationship. Now, she was really ready to move, so she had these conversations very quickly, and the results were truly incredible. She was able to move forward in her business. She figured out how she wanted to market and show up. She got some incredible downloads about the content she wanted to teach. She's had an incredible number of inquiries about her business in a really short amount of time. She became part of a mastermind and she attracted a new, much more aligned relationship into her life. This was all in a really short amount of time because she she got rid of that leaky energy, right? Like she got rid of those things that were leaking out that energy and she was able to put all of that energy towards getting the things that she wanted in her life. So she shifted internally and her reality shifted very, very quickly. But the key was for her to stop telling herself that she should be doing something and find out where the focus really needed to be. So she got super curious. She committed to curiosity with herself and she realized the issue wasn't her marketing, but it was something else entirely that was holding her back from the marketing that she wanted to do and the focus that she wanted to have on her business. Ultimately, it was holding her back from trusting herself. This process can feel so amazing because once you step out of this shame cycle, you're able to meet your own needs. And as I said before, when you're able to figure out what it is you truly need and meet those needs yourself, yourself feels very cared for and yourself starts to feel very safe. And that safety removes the blocks that were holding you back. So the block isn't that you don't know what to do next. You always know. The block is that you are telling yourself that you don't know what to do next. Committing to curiosity allows us to ask ourselves, what is actually going on and why can't I move forward when I actually do know what to do? Okay, so here's your homework. Sit down with your journal and ask yourself, When was the last time I was triggered or something didn't go the way I wanted it to? 
So what was the last time you were triggered or something didn't go the way you wanted it to? What was the situation and what happened? Then I want you to tap back into that moment and tap into the feeling in your body. Where does it show up? What does it feel like? Then ask that feeling, what did you need? Right? So wherever that feeling is, if it's in your chest, if it's in your stomach, if it's in your head, wherever that feeling is of that moment, ask that feeling, what did you need in that moment? And then pause, listen, and journal the answer. Okay. Then after you figured, after you figure out what you needed, maybe the answer is space or security or to set boundaries. Ask yourself how you can meet this need for yourself. Do you need to get a hook for your keys or do you need to have a sweaty conversation in a relationship or do you need to create a new routine and around a situation? How can you meet this need for yourself? Then do that thing. And after you were done, after like right after you're done doing it, I want you to say out loud to yourself, I trust myself. And practice this as many times as you need. I trust myself because you are trustworthy and you are worthy. And your new commitment to curiosity will help you step out of judgment and move into compassion and start to trust yourself in a deeper way. So as always, I would love to hear about your breakthroughs as you were going through this process. So please DM me on Instagram and I'll drop the link below to my Instagram and let me know how it's going and what committing to curiosity has done for your life and your trust in yourself. And if you loved this episode and you would like to continue with us on this journey of learning how to color outside the lines, hit subscribe to get notified when a new episode drops. Until next time, this has been Krista, always here to remind you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines.